0: Imagine you show up to your middle school class, you're a 6th or 7th, 8th grader, and the teacher starts to write this really intricate math on the board, exponentials and derivatives and all these weird symbols that you've never seen before, and then teaches it to you like like you're supposed to know it. You're going to struggle understanding that and doing the math because you were never taught that math. You've never progressed up into it. You're just thrown into it. And also, the tests that you face in middle school are going to be different than the ones you face in high school and then the ones you face in college. There's a progression that you have to go through as you grow and as you mature and as you learn more about whatever subject it may be. That's the same case that I've seen when it comes to our temptations, especially with lust, sexual temptations, and even the trials of our life on a general sense. There's a progression involved. And what I mean by this is, Things that used to tempt you 10 years ago might not tempt you again today. I would say they shouldn't because we're growing, we're maturing, we're getting better. And in the same way, what tempts you today might not be tempting in five or 10 years. There's this progression that's involved. And we tend to think that if I just overcome this certain temptation or trial or whatever it is, if I can just get through this problem that I have right now, that after that, I'll I'll be good, I'll be clear. And one of the things I've noticed in my life or one of the things I've realized in my own life is when I overcome a temptation or a trial or a tribulation or I get or I feel like I get to the other side. I've I've, I've conquered it. I've realized that the temptation was only a tool used to build the character that I need for the next temptation, for the next trial, for the next problem. The only thing we're guaranteed in this life is suffering. That's a quote that I heard and I've learned it to be true. That's the only thing that we're guaranteed. And, you know, I used to think that if I can just get out of this temptation, if I can just get to the other side of this problem that I'm facing, whatever it may be, I'll be good. But I've slowly realized recently that, you know, as I said, that temptation, that trial, the tribulation is only a tool used to build the character that's necessary for the next level. And with the next level comes a new devil. New levels, new devils. And we see this in the life of Joseph. We've been looking at his life over the past couple days, and he started off being sold into slavery, and he did a really good job as a servant for his master Potiphar. Anything that was under his purview, Potiphar didn't worry about because he knew Joseph was in control. Then Potiphar's wife comes and tries to tempt him to sleep with her, and he repeatedly says, no, no, no. And then he runs. When, when the temptation gets really strong and she really comes on to him, he runs. And in the process of that, she accuses him of rape. Now, what does Joseph get for repeatedly saying no to temptation? What does he get for putting God first and telling this woman, no, I'm not going to do this thing and profane the name of my God. I am not going to cave into this temptation. What does he get for all of his troubles? Prison time. Potiphar comes home here's what happens he is enraged as of verse 19 and he throws joseph into prison verse 20 it says joseph's master took him and put him into prison a place where the king's prisoners was confined were confined so he was there in the prison but then verse 21 says but the lord was with joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison the keeper of the prison committed all the prisoners that were in the prison to the charge of Joseph. So whatever they did, he was the one responsible for it. The keeper of the prison did not concern himself with anything that was under Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him and whatever he did, the Lord made to prosper. The same thing that happened in Potiphar's house is the same thing that's happening in prison. Once again, Joseph is given stewardship of everything that that's under his charge and he excels. In in doing it. But my point here is, even when he overcame the temptation, his victory for temptation, overcoming temptation and faithfulness to God, didn't result in an immediate reward. It resulted, honestly, in, in more suffering. I, th- I think he would have rather been in Potiphar's house than he would have wanted to be in prison. <clears throat> but, as we see in verse 21, the Lord was still with him and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison as we are going through this journey to overcome lust and sexual temptations. We have to really realize that there are good and bad days, but this is a struggle and it's not something that we can overcome in one day. Maybe some people can, maybe, maybe by the grace of God, that temptation gets removed completely. But for the majority of people, I believe that is a, it is a struggle that we have to overcome on a daily basis. And as we overcome certain things in our life, as we overcome certain boundaries and temptations and barriers and strongholds in our life, we need to realize that that temptation, that particular struggle is building in us the character for the next struggle. And so we have to keep pushing forward and keep pushing onward, knowing that God is with us, that God by his spirit is enabling us to do what is right to overcome these temptations. And it's, you know, it's not, it's not a, a pleasant message. You know, I would love to say that once you overcome this temptation, that everything is great on the other side. Although there are benefits on the other side. I'm not saying that, that there aren't. And there are new levels of freedom to be discovered every day. We also have to realize that the temptations will also come at us in a different way as well. But we need to take take pride in that. As we read previously, count it all joy when you fall into all various kinds of temptations and trials and tribulations. Because in doing that, it produces the character that is necessary to live this life. That The character... That Christ is trying to develop in us, these things build that character. And for Joseph, he might have, he, you know, he might have maybe expected to be rewarded. I'm, I'm sure the thought crossed his mind: God, I, I did everything right. Why am I here in prison? Especially those first few nights, first few months. You must have thought, I I did everything correctly. Where did I go wrong? And why am I, like, what did I do to deserve any of this? why Why am I here in a foreign land sold by my brothers? Why did some woman falsely accuse me and now I'm here in prison? Is there an end to any of this? But he still kept the faith. He still kept his hope and trust in God. And God was with him. And he didn't reap the benefits of his life, of all these trials and tribulations right away. But then later on in his life, we see that God redeems him. And within one day, he goes from being prisoner to second in command in all the country. My main point is this. As we are going through this struggle, let's let's have this mindset of constantly striving forward. Knowing that once we overcome one level of temptation, let's prepare for the next one. And let's just keep overcoming and overcoming. And then as we do, we will start to grow in character. We will start to reap the benefits of knowing that Christ is working in us, that we are slowly becoming molded and chiseled into the character that God is trying to build in us. Amen.